now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And look, uh, you know, the holiday shopping season is upon us, and uh, we're going to get a little head start on it uh, today because something caught Captain Dennis's eyes. Uh, I don't know if he's, uh, you know, floated this past his better half yet. Uh, she, I'm guessing she doesn't know uh, that this could be in the works. What do you think, Dennis? Uh, no, that's of better course. to keep that one on the down low until it's wrapped up and gifted to her. Is that how you're going to play this? We'll we'll try to pull it off that way. You know, honey, this is something I bought for you. It would be good for the house. Of course. It's home decor. uh, I mean, we live in an air park. Yeah, vibe. Right. Now we got Travis from, uh, it's LuxAeroDesigns.com. Travis, welcome to Just Playing Radio. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm I'm wonderfully well. Yeah. Now, Travis obviously is a pilot too, but what, what makes him unique is that he has a uh, business, I guess, I guess you guys just opened, or you're having a new grand opening in Fort, Peace, uh, Fort Pierce, Florida, where you take, uh, I don't know, you reclaim aircraft parts and turn them into home decor and, and uh, you know, chairs and tables and God knows what else. Is that it in a nutshell? It, that is it in a nutshell. It's uh, our main line of business really is is working on and repairing aircraft, doing scheduled inspections. Nice. Uh, however, we have some airframes that just are no longer, they're not economically uh, feasible to repair anymore. Right. So we needed to do something with that material, and it's not worth a, a whole lot as scrap metal necessarily. And there's a lot of work involved to to get it to that point. So why not take all of that structure that, has had so much time and energy put into it and been out performing as an aircraft and turn it into something you know, unique and cool. Well, repurposing and, into something yeah, absolutely. Uh, that uh, Captain Dennis can put it in, uh, into his man cave, his aviation man cave, possibly. Is that what you're thinking, Dennis, or what? Absolutely. I'm thinking yeah. that, you know, I've got a nice steel case office chair, but... Uh, Gulfstream captain's chair. Now that would be a more appropriate for me to sit at the desk here, right? Yeah, you need something a little bit so, more. You know, a that's more what I'm swag. kind of hoping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little bit more sta- uh, commensurate with my stature, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, Travis, this uh, whole idea started uh, just out of that. Uh, now repurposing the thing. You're like, hey, we could do something with this, and you, you put together a piece of furniture or turned it into a piece of furniture, and then. Uh, people took notice and like, hey, we got a whole new revenue stream we can uh, develop here. Is that kind of how it worked? That that's exactly how it worked. We we saw the potential and we dabbled with a couple pieces on our own, and then uh, kind of surprised at the amount of interest there was around it, and um, split off and created a new venture just to do the furniture piece of. Uh, the business well there you go and you guys just had your grand opening 
And uh, it's in Fort Pierce, so you can look them up at uh, luxarrowdesigns.com. There's a bunch of pictures and things like that. How many items do you have already? I mean, is it kind of like uh, depends on what's coming down the pike as far as, uh, you know, some aircraft parts you have laying around or what? Yeah, it's it's kind of as our imagination takes hold with something that we have hanging around that's no longer airworthy. So um, it's just yesterday I was walking through the hangar and uh, one of the guys was taking part of a turbine wheel off of a spay engine off of a, a G3. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, well, just for the base of a lamp. I'm like, well, I think that's heavy enough. You could probably use it for a base of a table. Right. So, you know, even my even my mechanics, my AMPs are, you know, thinking creatively in uh, industry where as a pilot and a mechanic, I'm not always all that creative. I would say um, more. It's more black and white. You could do this. You could not do that. Uh, so to have our group of folks kind of thinking in a different way is, is, is fun. It's a, I it's bet. a welcome distraction sometimes. Right. I, I, I can just uh, picture this as a weekly thing. Like it's Wednesday night. Let's see what we can do with this uh, aircraft garbage. We have laying around guys and you sit around with a beer and y'all stare at it. Like, what could we turn this into? A- a- am I pretty much uh, describing one of your brainstorming sessions? <laughs> it it's um we haven't uh done the beer part necessarily at the at the hangar but yeah. uh, i think that's okay, a great is idea. it rum I or bourbon we well it could it's, be <laughs> i prefer the bourbon part of it but the, <laughs> right i think we can be convinced to to make that a, a weekly thing yeah so, so what if i bring over some of my old parts i got some engine cylinders we could do something with you know from the hmm. mooney when we did the overhaul you know we saved all of those you know, we, we should put some together those would make good table legs maybe okay for a nice coffee table there's there's probably a, a bunch of different things we could do with those coffee, uh, coffee table legs would be one we did. That was one of our first projects was uh, take the front end of a spay engine uh, with the stators that are at the front end of the engine and really and created a table, a coffee table, around coffee table out of them. Right. We kind of made two different versions. It was kind of neat. One of them has a lamp attached to it at, at a corner where there's an accessory gear drive on the shroud. And the other one, we took the shroud off and that's kind of cool too, because you can see the uh, pipes around the side of it and it looks, has a little bit a different industrial look to it. Sure. So that, that is kind of the way it had, just kind of the inspiration strikes us and we go, you know, try to figure out how we can make that yeah. um, a, a reality and see what works and what doesn't. Work. Well, and each piece is unique, uh, you know, because you just don't know what you're going to have to work with. So it's, you know, th- this is right in line with any aviation enthusiasts, you know, uh, that, that want something cool in their man or woman cave. Uh, that features aviation. I mean, it's it's much more intense than you know having the old classic prop on the wall, and that's what you're thinking, Dennis, right? It just started giving me a whole bunch of ideas. You know, business jet stuff is is cool. Um, you know, I've already got a set of airline seats that I bought to, and put on casters to have out in the hangar, so we have a uh, you know some first class uh, 
seating, you know, when we're working on the airplane or just, you know, solving all the world's problems. Mm -hmm. But in the office, you know, airline luggage bins, you know, the overhead, those would be really cool for storage in my office, you know, and you walk in, you go, okay, yeah, now that's, that's clever. You know, Uh, I've seen lots of neat ideas. I love the desks that are made with wing ribs, you know, where you can actually see the structures. Uh, I think one of the designs I saw was uh, that he had on his website was a kind of like a couch for as you walk in and it actually had the inside bulkhead of the airframe. So you could see the ribs that made up the airframe. And so you had this nice little entryway conversation piece to sit down on mm-hmm. much, much nicer than something from Ikea. Come on. Yeah, I bet. And then Travis you know, how do you decide you know what you're going to charge for this stuff? Cause he, I mean, this is, I mean, they well, it's have, recycle. It should be cheap, right? Well, maybe, but uh, they're kind of they're kind of pieces of art in a sense, and, and oh, darn it, unique it's, items and things like that. So I don't know how how do you figure that out? It really depends not so much on the material. We don't necessarily pay a whole bunch for the material, but in order to prep it and paint it and do all those things and add to it and the you know in the case of the couch the fabric actually was was a little pricier than what i would have liked it to have been but right. it, it, it looks really good and we were able to get it in the time frame we needed it so it's it's sort of a, a, a more driven by the amount of time and labor that we're putting into it and the materials to build something else out of it so not so much the the cost of the Parts. airplane part of it it's right. more yeah it's it, it's more on the other side of it the labor and the time and the material for whatever you want to create well for the pilot who has everything they don't have this so <laughs> go take a look there at uh, luxarodesigns.com and travis thanks for the uh, you know inspiration that's good stuff buddy thanks for having me and uh, i appreciate it love, love talking to you guys and any uh, ideas you have throw them our way and we'll see what we can create out of it. oh you're opening up a big can of worms but you can leave it at that <laughs> Careful for now. what you say yes. just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Frank! What? How much longer? Three hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I watch what you're watching? Because the Wi-Fi is not strong enough for me to watch anything. You should have downloaded movies, then. I mean, I also have to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's not good. Bathroom on a plane is busted. What? Yeah, but you can use the emergency can. Where's the emergency can? You're sitting on it. What? You just pull that cushion up and uh, get that privacy screen over there. Is it a number one or a number two? It's a number one. Ah, let it rip. It's going to go out in the air anyway. Just keep on flying. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And uh, now we are joined by his son, Austin. Uh, because Austin just, well, he has something he can crow about. And I'm sure Dennis is pretty proud about this as well. Uh, Austin, welcome to Just Plain Radio. How you doing, buddy? Good. How's always? How are you? I am good. I hear you've uh, reached another level in your aviation uh, instruction certifications and all this kind of stuff. What is it? What happened? Well, you know, back in the prehistoric era, when yeah. I finally put the gauntlet down and said, I'm going to challenge you to get my private pilot before you do. Right. We ended up, I ended up winning it. You did and win that one, yes. We yeah. kept going, and now I'm finally airline transport pilot rated. What? So, basically, you've been on a mission to make me even look worse. And, well, uh, and you've achieved that usually. This week. Yeah, my dad usually has that covered every week. But right, that's true. Yeah, he does I'm here to job. supplement. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you. I think uh, I'm not sure about that, but uh, but I do congratulate you. That's, I mean, how do you feel about that? Then, I mean, that must be that uh, must feel pretty good. No, you think it? It does. It's like it's the final pilot rating I need for my career. Yeah, uh, and it's probably the final. Well, it is the final pilot rating I needed to get. Until I get a crazy, you know, hair up, you know what, and get my helicopter rating or something. Right. So there's always something else, right? The yeah. next level you're looking at already. But uh, with, with this certification, now you, you could go work for the airlines uh, because you got the hours or the minimum hours uh, needed to be hired in that regard or what? Well, I could, but it also allows me to move over to the left seat of the jet that I'm currently flying. Mm-hmm. Ah, do some more instruction uh, or, or become an no, instructor. Be, I'm going to be the captain of this Learjet. Oh, oh. So you now you're going to be able to tell the other guy to pound sand? I'm going to be able to tell the other guy to go clean the back of the airplane and go pre-flight the airplane. I'm going to sit inside where it's warm. Yes, that head that uh, she was sitting on and talking about earlier <laughs> needs cleaned. Get on, uh, get on it, first officer. Is that what it would be, your first officer? Is that yeah, because right, right now, I'm the first officer. Yeah. 
but uh, very soon they're going to be upgrading me to the left seat. Excellent. So, now, have you had some uh, first officers that you've been waiting for this day, and you're like, okay, here yeah, we go. I have two. I got uh, <laughs> two of my friends uh, work at the same company that yeah. I am at, and right. I am waiting to make their lives hell for ah, a day, just just for fun. That, well, exactly. <laughs> that's part of the uh, you know that's just what you do. When, you know, it's like, hey, you know, remember, uh, you got to treat the people that are below you, you know, with respect because you never know. They might come back and uh, it might bite you in the ass. <laughs> you know, uh, luckily, it hasn't come back to me other than just verbally, uh, verbal abuse from Austin and his dad. But, you know, I'm kind of, I got a thick skin. I'm kind of used to it now. So that's fine. I gave up on that whole thing a long time ago. But, you know, I, I'm still going to get my private pilot certificate. And I'm I'm well on my way now. You know this, right? Yeah, we we are a couple steps closer. Yeah, I, I'm proud of been you. Making progress, been making yeah. some progress. So you never know; it could still happen. I don't think I'm gonna catch up with you anytime soon. But that's you know you're on a different track. Uh, and ultimately, what what do you want to uh, you know? What, have you already picked out an airline that you potentially want to work towards? You're like, hey, whoever pays me the most, I'll I'll go work for them uh, or what? I don't know. It, it the industry is so fluid. Like the airline that makes sense to go to this week uh, right. doesn't make sense to go to next week. Gotcha. Uh, prime example: all through like my one forty one flight training, I wanted to go to like FedEx or UPS. Yeah, and That's I don't right. know if you guys uh, have done a segment on it already about uh, FedEx telling people to go to PSA now because they have too many pilots. Mm, that's not good. So now, like that's not. They, that doesn't seem like that great of a place to go to. Right. But who knows? That'll probably change next week. Well, good so, point. Yeah. And I'm the reason you were zeroed in on them is that you just didn't really want to go the you know mainstream commercial route because you wouldn't have to be a... I don't like a, people. I, I was going to say a people person. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't like people. Well, I, I you know, I don't want to use our personal relationship and the fact that you've busted my balls for the last five years as an example of your interactions or interpersonal interactions, but you know, <laughs> well, the thing for me is like the type of flying that the, the cargo airlines do right. is my kind of flying. Yeah. Long, like long haul night cross, uh, international wide body. Okay. Like that's all the points to make a bunch of money. Am I still interested in it? Yeah. But I am perfectly happy where I'm at right now. Yeah. It, well, I'm getting paid to fly an airplane. I, right, I, right. And you've been plane. doing the Learjet thing, and, and you do have to deal with people. Uh, people with sometimes they, they probably got a lot of money if they're chartering these uh, Learjets, too. So you've you've been kind of thrust into that, you know, area of, of, of people having to interact with people. And, you, and I think you, you're liking it better than you thought, maybe. Is that a fair assumption? I mean, yeah, but yeah. I would call myself an extroverted introvert. Like, I can be friendly and personable but i yeah. really just like to be alone <laughs> right leave me alone oh i'll put on yeah. a happy face when i need to yeah but uh, exactly. don't push me don't push me yeah okay well that's fine uh but no that, that is uh pretty awesome and uh so i mean do you get a bump in pay at your current gig too and all that kind of good yeah. stuff and yep um, wow. going to captain would give me a a, a decent pay raise yeah. um and yeah it's it's a good career move, too, because not only am I getting the pay raise, I'm also getting the turbine piloting in command time, which is huge for right. so wherever the, I want to go to next. And the more hours you put in, the just more experience and more marketable you'll become at that level exactly. right now, right? Yeah. 
So, exactly. so, but you've already got your eyes on something else. So, are, were you joking? Are you seriously thinking about the helicopter thing now too? Really? And that's I need the captain upgrade first. I need some. I need some money before I do that. Uh, you have gotcha. to be able to afford to rent the helicopter. Right. Yeah. Good point. Helicopters are like two to three times more expensive than fixed wing to okay. rent. All right. Well, is there anything between uh, where you are now and that that you're thinking uh, other than um, just getting more time in or what? I mean, multi-engine C would be one of those like weird, cool ones. Because yeah. from what I understand, it's the exact same check ride as the single engine C, but... I haven't really looked into it that much, but yeah. it well, once you get that, uh, cool you'll things. be able to train your dad, uh, I believe, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can I can get him his single engine seaplane rating as it stands right now. Yeah, uh, but I'm rated to fly multi engines, and I can. I'm also a multi engine instructor, so right. I can get him his multi, but I can't do multi engine C yet. Okay, so. so you'll get that, then get him in the uh, in the cockpit with you, and uh, and and all you got to do is picture my face on him, and just abuse the <laughs> crap out of him. That's uh, that's all I ask, Austin. That's not much, is it? Uh, can do. Okay, there you go. Simple. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can see where flying can open up a whole new world of opportunities. In business, in recreation. And getting to see the kids whenever we want to. Oh, I should say. Besides, I like to fly. And so do I. Well, good. Then let's get back at it, This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and his son, Austin. Who just, uh, well, he just got his next certification so he can w- go work for one of the big airlines if he wants. But he's pretty uh, pretty much set right now. He's just going to focus on getting some more time in, you know, uh, you know, just uh, just hover for a while, right? And just soak it all in. Is that it, uh, Austin, you think? In a nutshell. Yeah. All right. As you should. You know, uh, you know each, each level of certification you have to, I think, uh, stop... And yeah, and just you know, 
enjoy the level you're at for some, you know, you don't have to always look to the next big thing, even though I know you are, but uh, sometimes you got to you stop and really celebrate the levels you've gotten to. So I think you're doing a little bit of that now. And it, uh, it took you all of uh, how many years uh, you were saying uh, um, during the commercial uh, break there? All in. I soloed when I was 15 yeah. and I'm tr- started my flight training when I was 15. Uh, and I'm 24 now. So okay. that maths out to nine years in total. Right. But I took the scenic route. Uh, I had two years of waiting in there uh, because I had to wait to turn 16 to solo. Yeah. And then I had to wait and turn 17 to take my check ride. Okay. And then after I got all of the uh, like commercial instrument flight instructor ratings in college, I sat on those ratings for like a year and a half right. before coming down to Florida and then starting uh, you know, full-time flight instructor. Now I'm flying the jet around. So I could have done it a lot faster, but still it's, it's insane to think that eight, nine years and I went from zero to hero, as they say. Right. And, and, and you went at a very leisurely pace to make, making me look even worse than I am. Uh, because I, I've used that. Yeah, what year are we on? <laughs> I'm enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying the journey to becoming a private pilot. Yeah, you know? he's he's taking the scenic route to a whole new level. It's like yeah. a round the world uh, trip kind of thing. It's I think he got lost. <laughs> yeah, my possibly. Uh, well, you've dove with him, so yes, de- it's very likely that. <laughs> right, but you know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Austin's a perfect example of somebody who's looking at the opportunities available in aviation and and taking full advantage of it. And you know, you got a full career ahead of you. And some uh, probably some serious bucks. I mean, uh, Dennis is going to be in good shape when he's ready to retire. <laughs> like, yep, he's going to pick out a good nursing home. Exactly. For me, I'm sure, he might even be able to afford you know something uh, swanky on the the funds he's. Well, we'll pull send out. you over to Spruce Creek. Spruce Creek? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's that mean? That's the retirement air park, right? Oh, is that what yeah. it is? Okay, all right. Well, that's uh, uh, you know, hey. You got to have the money, and he's going to have it. So you're in good shape there, Dennis, from that standpoint. But you know, uh, a lot of people his age uh, have this opportunity available to him. He did it nine years. You're saying people could do it easily in seven if they were really laser focused, and maybe even less than that, Austin. Is that well, what you think? I mean, from my experience as a CFI, I believe if you're motivated and have the time, and more importantly, even uh, the money. To just go at it all at one go, I think you could do it in three, four years. Hmm. Well, like, there you go. Okay. And that's even, I would say, probably a leisurely pace. I had a student that uh, in under a year went from student pilot to uh, CFII. Wow. That is, so, uh, you know, being on the fast track. But yeah, if that's what you just focus on. Or, you know, you do one of those, uh, you know, college course things like an Emory Riddle or something like that. You could do it in that well, kind of program I, as well, I guess, right? I did a college course thing, and the students that I had in a non-college course flight school mm-hmm. were going faster. Yeah, because it was really up to them. They would go at whatever was. pace they was. Uh, the, could absorb. Some people really like the structure that the 141 college flight program gives you. Right. But you're kind of, um, you're stuck in that structure. Mm-hmm. You know, 
if you have a perfect like crosswind day, for example, to go practice crosswind landings, sure, you might be able to get a couple in, but you aren't going to spend the whole lesson doing crosswind landings. It's we're doing lesson 13 today. We need to go and do this, 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 and this. Maybe we'll get a crosswind landing or two in. Right. Where uh, in my like private was part 61, and it was I had a couple days like that. Hey, we got perfect crosswinds. Let's go do crosswind landings. I didn't have to do crossing landings ever again because we just had batting practice over and over and over and until I got it. Right. So the part 61, like flight school, I think is a lot better option because you can just go at your own pace. If you're motivated, they'll be able to match you. Mm-hmm. You could fly five times a week if you wanted to. Would I recommend that? I don't know who you are, but just uh, depends on I what you're say, trying to achieve. Yeah. Exa- exactly. Mm-hmm. I would say realistically, if you could do three or four lessons a week, like you can easily knock that out in all your ratings out in like a year. Wow. Well, there you go. And, you know, uh, obviously for a young, young uh, tyke like Austin, it's a great opportunity. But for, you know, especially, you know, Dennis, you've been uh, talking about this quite a bit for people that are thinking about a new career or, you know, if something has happened at work where you're not feeling as uh, fulfilled as before the, this option to go get into aviation and become a pilot is very realistic. If you want to kind of take that transition or look at it as a second career, you know, if you're up there and, uh, and, and a few years, a little older than Austin, you think? Well, um, we're hearing stories every day about people that are in their 50s um, that are getting hired by the airlines because they have the experience and they're looking at, you know, something different. So why not? Uh, You can still get 10 to 15 years uh, of flying in a a major airline before you hit the mandatory retirement age. So, you know, this is people are looking at this going, hey, you know, maybe that dream that I had way back when is, is actually viable now and I could go do that. So, you know, don't. Don't rule it out. You know, you may be very comfortable in in the role that you have, um, but there's our there are options if you're interested in it. And the airlines are more than happy to hire it. I've heard of people even in their 60s getting hired because they're so desperate for a captain. If you had the experience, they'll take you. Yeah. Are you getting a, a few students that are much older than you, uh, Austin? Um, or has that happened? I had I had a decent bit of students that were you know older. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it was you know second third career for them, right? Uh, even for me, like the whole professional pilot thing wasn't even my first career choice. All through high school, I'm sure if there's anyone my age listening, you you've probably had the same uh, ideas uh, thrown at you in high school of you got to get into engineering, engineering degree, engineering degree. That's where the money is, right? right. We need engineers. Yep. I I was I liked airplanes all through high school or all through school. And I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. Why not combine the two things I like to do, right? But then you realize you don't want to be a nerd. I realized that I hate math. <laughs> right. That's what I meant. <laughs> and all that is just math. So I, after a couple of uh, moments of thinking, it was like, wait, what if I just flew the airplanes? Mm-hmm. And then that was pretty much, uh, oh, okay, well, I know what college I'm going to go to. That solves that. Yeah. Didn't have to think about that at all. So. Right, and you're probably making just as much money, if not more, uh, when you um, once you work up uh, to that uh, higher level of pilot. Oh yeah, think. definitely. Yeah. yeah, and and the ladies are probably attracted to where you're at now already, aren't they? Care to share? Yeah, uh, I don't have any. 
input. <laughs> okay, you have nothing to add. Okay, I got yeah. you. Once he starts getting that captain's pay, they'll be attracted to the well, wallet, though. Well, I was going to say, sure. you know, it's it's going to play to your advantage at some point. you got to play that card since you're there now, Austin. We're making him feel bad now. Or making him, <laughs> We're going to make things very awkward for Austin. That's just what you do as parents sometimes. So you got to take those shots All you, you have can, to do is right? exist that's, as a parent and make things awkward. Yeah, well, that's well, there's that. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. All right, guys, here we go. We got top seven answers on the board. Mid-flight, you'd hate to hear the pilot say, RJ. We're going to crash. We're going to crash. All right, Paul, we need this one, buddy. This is your chance. Howdy, folks. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to inform you that I'm blank. Lost! Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Lost! Oh. Oh. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor, co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and his son, Austin, who uh, is, is doing pretty well. Uh, you know, relatively, um, you know, a young buck in the industry, but is already setting it on fire. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe that's not the right uh, adjective to use, Austin. But uh, <laughs> you're doing as long well. As it's contained to the engines. We're good, right? Oh well, okay. Yeah, I can, I can deal with that. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now we do have some other uh, aviation news and information, and uh, to cover. And but and I think we kind of need to get Austin's thought on this. But you know, a couple weeks ago there was that story about the Delta. I don't know. This was uh, was this the number one uh, the co pilot uh, uh, challenging the pilot on a deviation or what, Dennis? What happened? Yeah, the first officer actually threatened to shoot the captain if he diverted the flight for a medical emergency on board the aircraft. Mm. So I, you know, there, it had to be pretty serious. It had to be, you know, it had to be the daughter's uh, band concert or a booty call or something, uh, <laughs> you know, to to not want to be delayed on your flight. There, yeah, I'm not sure. Pretty harsh. I mean, I, I and I assume he was serious. He wasn't joking around. Well, uh, it turns out he's one of those federal flight deck officers that actually was allowed to carry a loaded weapon on board the aircraft. So it hmm. was potentially a Up legitimate then. threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now may. he'll he'll make a friend Bubba, I'm sure, in jail somewhere. Well, yeah. He's, uh, he has some issues, uh, anger issues. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, having to deviate like that and you're planning to be someplace, I mean, look, the passengers, you know, get upset if that happens, as you could expect. <laughs> you don't expect to hear that from your... Uh, you know, your, your crewmate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you ever had any kind of disagreements with your with your crew there, Austin? Or are you the one usually, you know, disagreeing? And Does the Fifth Amendment work? No, I'm kidding. No, it, <laughs> it, like, uh, I, we're a crew, right? We're a team. We both want to get somewhere safely. But if that's not going to happen, I'm like, okay, we got to divert. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You know. Right. But there's never those comments like, oh, come on, dude, we can do this. 
Or you're, you want to do that? Oh, man, you're going to ruin my weekend. Those conversations, have they happened? Or can you say? No. no okay. He doesn't want to say, does he, Dennis? <laughs> no, I have heard some <laughs> conversations where it's like, you know, it's it's kind of interesting being, you know, with him having the experience he does in Florida, um, you know, he's been able to educate some of his captains that, hey, you know, just because the forecast says that there's going to be showers in the vicinity, I don't think it's really going to be a problem down here because it's it's Florida. We get right. pop-up storms all summer. Mm-hmm. So trust me, by the time we get there, we'll be able to pick our way around and, you know, we'll be fine. Well, yeah. even we, it was forecasting uh, storms like over the, uh, you know, land mass of Florida. It's like, look, let's just take, there's a rival that goes down the, uh, like, coast of Florida. Mm-hmm. We aren't going to have any thunderstorms over the water. And sure enough, we got there. There was, like, just, like, very inland part of Florida. There was a couple thunderstorms. Like, I live here. I Never fails. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That just goes with the territory. But uh, yeah. but when that happens and you are the uh, you're the crew and not the captain... And now you can flip that role, but before, I mean, it's, it's up the to the power cap- of suggestion. Well, so, so you, there are ways for you as a crew member to influence the captain uh, without uh, stepping on his toes, or do you keep your mouth shut and just let him call the shots? What do you think? I'm there to make sure that we're both being safe, yeah. right? If there's something that needs to be said. You say, you say it. it, right? Yeah, but it feels like okay. You know, you got to divert because of a storm, and and he wants to go to say, I don't know. Let's let's say he wants to go to Fort Pierce or someplace, and you're like, well, you know, if we went to Arcadia, it's Taco Tuesday, and I know the guy <laughs> again. There. Local knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of stuff. You can you can influence things a little bit that way. Maybe is is well, that a safe assumption? Well, I'll, I'll put it even this way. So in, in the simulator, you know, we're pretending like it's a real flight this past week because I was just at recurrent and doing all the checkride stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, part of it is a low-vis takeoff. So we can take off, but we can't land back at the airport So because we don't have the uh, weather. And it was like, okay, well, takeoff alternate. Uh, let's go. We're, we were in uh, Orlando in the sim. Yeah. Takeoff alternate is going to be uh, RSW because I want to go home. Right. And the sim instructor about died. <laughs> it's like, we're going home, okay? Like, Yeah. Well, you so, know, you got to play that card when it makes yeah. sense. And if you can uh, come up with a reason to justify it, that's even better. Yeah. Like, hey, come on over. Well, we can have happy hour uh, out on the lanai there at, exactly. uh, at the air park. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a thing, I guess, you know, but, but, you know, doing that, I mean, you're, you've been cruising all around the country and in that Learjet having a good time. Now you'll be able to do it as a captain as well. Uh, you're seeing the world or at least the States as you fly around. When last time we saw you was on the heels of uh, air venture, where were, what, what FBO was that? Where we stopped off? That, and we were, that was in Waukesha. I believe, right. right. Yeah. I think that yeah. was Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of cool. Just uh, going and saying hi and, Seeing Austin do his thing, and and I, I would imagine you've you've seen all the cool FBOs. Do you have a favorite, or you know, have you been taking um, advantage of some of the amenities they have at some of these fancier ones, or what? Yeah, I mean, it's always nice when you walk into an FBO and they got you know all sorts of snacks that are complimentary, or right. Uh, there's a cup like I think the millionaires. Their kind of thing is they have like a soda fountain inside. A and, soda fountain. 
You mean oh, like yeah. a water fountain with soda coming out of well, it? What, no, what do you like mean? the Restaurant. gas station. You- yeah, like like uh, you go to like McDonald's or whatever, and they got like all the sodas in like the little thing. Oh, oh, um, I got you in one machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Impressive so, flavor. Okay. Get, wow. Get your uh, diabetes on, you know, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> diabetes. It's, it's, exactly. it's the little things that just make your day go just that much better. Yes, I'm more of a coffee guy. You get your uh, well, French ev- vanilla latte, that kind of thing. But it's actually on the MEL if we don't have coffee on board. We we can't go flying if there's not coffee on the airplane. Right. Well, have you uh, visited uh, FBO uh, often enough where they go, Austin? You know, it's like cheers when you show up or anything at the bar kind of deal or no? I mean, I don't think they're cheering. It's, oh, God, it's this guy. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, there could be that, too, but. But no. we have uh, quite a few FBOs that were kind of like, uh, at least company-wide, we're regulars at. You know, yeah. they kind of, I don't know if they know the individual pilots per se. Right. But, um, you know, oh, you're the Northern Jet guys. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Like, uh-huh. Well, obviously, you like the ones with the, the soda fountains. And that's a, is that your thing? Or is there any other amenities that you found at one of these? Like, oh, my gosh, I wish every FBO had this. Um, comfy chairs. Just a big, comfy, like, massage chair kind of deal? or I, I, don't, I don't even need it to be a massage chair. Just a big, comfy recliner to go rest in. Well, the one that we saw them at, they they had a pilot uh, yeah. sleep room. Those, those are good. Yeah. Those have ones you, were good. Have you taken so, advantage of those? Uh, it's, it's rare that we have enough time to even go take a little snooze right. during the day. But yeah. if the uh, possibility presents itself, I know... I definitely partake. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always wondered that. I mean, of course, you got to have enough time to to nod off, I guess. But I was kind of like, wow, they got like a little mini hotel room at this FBO. I was like, uh, but it's only for the pilots. I don't even think they let the regular people use it. Do they, uh, Dennis, you think? You no, go? it's definitely it's for the crew because, you know, yeah. you may have somebody that's either stuck there or they've got a long layover and right. they, you know, crew rest. So yeah, they've been they do looking, make those accommodations. Uh, you, know, I mean, the, you know, when the, the crew gets a little cozy together, you know, if you have a little, uh, you know, something, something going on. No, it's not quite what? like on Scrubs or any of the other no. hospital shows. Well, you rent the room by the hour, don't you? Virtually, no. But Austin's <laughs> actually had to use uh, one of those crew rest facilities oh. back in his flight training days. He had a breakdown and wound up having to spend the night in an airport i trauma blocked that well okay and luckily we have no time to go into detail that's probably a good thing till next time remember there is no better high than learning learning to fly just plain radio is brought to you by justplainradio.com i say we take off and nuke the entire site from morbid your aviation resource on the information super skyway it's the only way to be sure just plain radio is a production of overboard entertainment incorporated but just plain wrong remember you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at justplainradio.com i'm gonna leave my people up to the radio tower so tell a friend and take off every week with just plain radio and i'm gonna make a call the show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 